comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a Jittery Monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome to a brand new Nerds United, a Jittery Monkey podcast, jitterymonkey.com, as well as right here on your favorite uh, ape-related YouTube channel. Maybe. Yes. Monkeys are pretty popular. Yes, they are. In the world of the internet. So anyway, uh, Aside of all that, I'm your host, Greg Mahachko, and over here, the gentleman, a face that I've missed since we didn't do a show last week, he is the co-host of the year, Mike Luther. Hello, Mike. Well, how's it going, Greg? I, I, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go there. Hmm? I opened my heart. I told you before we started recording that I missed you, mm-hmm. and I said word. Yeah, I didn't yeah, word. I, yeah. I didn't feel missed oh well you know i missed it too (laughs) all right all right i'm glad i was able to awkwardly force that out of you (laughs) the beard looks magnificent thank you thank you only gonna have it for about three more months (laughs) gosh it's gonna be down to your belly button i know it's gonna be tremendous i can't wait maybe two maybe two months yeah because it's january already it's true. Yeah. The last show we did ushered in the new year. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, see you later. We're taking 2024 off. For- <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. But a lot's been going on. Yeah. And uh, you've been busy and I've been busy. And uh, uh, I had a sick child at the house this week. Also got a new hot water heater in my house this week. Okay, good. Good for the hot water heater. Not good for the sick child. But- and I had to take the dog to the vet because she's been old. Yeah. So uh, a lot of a lot of whiz on the floor and on the carpet we find lately. But what's wrong with the dog though? She's old. Oh, actually, you know they did a, a blood test and they found early stages of kidney disease. So yeah, but again, she's old. You know. Yeah, yeah. And and the doctor he he uh, the vet he he said uh, based on you know before they did the, the lab work and stuff he said man just kind of what you're telling me and what I'm seeing here like. Maybe cancer. Oh wow! Like, oh, he said. Uh, he said if it is, he's like, I'm not saying it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say definitively if it is until we know it's not. You know that we can tell. Um, but he said if it is, it's like our options are like we could just you know try to make her as comfortable as possible for as long as possible, or we can you know try to treat it aggressively. He said, but based on her age, it might buy her an extra month. Yeah, yeah. And I, I told him, I said, I would do for her what I would want done for me, you know, at that age. You know, if I yeah. if I was 50 and something happened, yeah, then, yeah, I'll, I'll battle. But if I'm, you know, I think we actually, the boys were curious. Well, my oldest was curious. He said, how how old is she? I said, well, you know, 13 um, in human years, but in dog yeah. years. And we did the little calculator thing on, on Google, and it's like upper 80s. Yeah, yeah. You know, she's like 87 or something like that in dog years. And so... Um, you know, I like, yeah, if I was 87, not to say, you know, un- unless there was an event that I knew a month from now I needed to be around for, <laughs> like, 
a grandchild's wedding or you know something like that. That like if if, if old Grandpa Gray can just hold out, it'd be be a, a miracle. But otherwise, at eighty seven, I'm pretty ready to go. <laughs> so what if like the next month is like the first Marvel versus DC crossover? When I'm eighty seven, yeah. I I think I'd hmm. that's that's tough. And and the only reason I say that's tough, it's like I'd like to be around for that, but I also <laughs> don't want to like in debt my you know, put my family in the hole in medical expenses just so I could just I, watch it. I have a feeling. Um did you ever watch the movie Fanboys? Yeah, yeah. I, I would request that. Or I mean, that was, you know, a, a fictional story mm-hmm. where they, you know, Four friends went on a uh, to try to see Phantom, you know, episode one Phantom Menace. But for I believe it was, I don't think it was Last Jedi. It might have been Force Awakens. There was a a terminal terminally ill individual. I, I wrote about it on this however many years ago on, on or, or uh, jitterymonkey.com. Uh, and what you know in the Lucasfilm Disney people let him have this advanced screening. So like, I would hope that. You know, whatever technology we would have 40 years ago, maybe they could just beam it right into my brain, you know, like two seconds and be like, that was a great movie. Or depending on who's in charge, if it's like Marvel Studios or DC Studios, like having more creative control, like that was a crap movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, I think just beam it into my brain. Um, But, yeah, I mean, we'll cross that bridge if and when we get to it. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. How, How about you? How about you? What what what's your what are your final wishes? That's <laughs> so weird. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I I I what I want is there to be a secret room in my house with like costumes and like to oh, make God. it to make people think that like I might have been a superhero. Nice. They're like, wait a minute, was was he? Like, don't make it very obvious. You know, maybe like uh, the the bat cowl is sitting around. <laughs> that, or they'll just think I was crazy. Either one. Yeah, I mean, it would definitely have to be something that covered the face. Yes. Uh, and no, as much as I I know you wish you were Green Lantern, it has to be something a little more like grounded in reality. Yes. So you could be you could be uh, the Troy Batman. Yes, sure. I could see it now. We're going to get you a cowl and you're just going to be for, especially in the winter months, it's going to be cowl and beard. beard yeah. <laughs> the bearded bat. Oh, that doesn't sound bad. Bat. Doesn't like sound it. bad at all. Look at those guns. Yeah. You, you, you'd have, you'd have crime running the other way in fear. Oh man. So, uh, I, I know that I owe you uh, a delivery. My okay. apologies. I have not been uh, in your the stuff that I had that was supposed to be up there. They all got canceled, so oh, I haven't okay. been up in your community. Um, but have you read anything in the last couple of weeks? No, nope, started rereading Die Volume One. Oh, okay. That's about it. Uh, so I started reading something, and I'm really liking it. And I just haven't taken the time. The time is there. I just haven't taken the mm-hmm. time to read more of it. Um, and I'm kind of kicking myself that I didn't read this before the holidays, but I did. I got to turn off my blur. I'm sorry, everybody. I forgot it was on. There we go. All right. 
Krampus. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, and I'm really enjoying it. Like it's got a little bit of um. All right, I'm trying to figure out how to equate this to more familiar characters. So Krampus is has been imprisoned in the North Pole for 400 years. Okay. Like that. Uh, 350 years, whatever, for a few centuries. And all of a sudden, come to find, like, I like, I like, I like our Santa Claus lore, but I also yeah. like alternate versions. Kind of like, I mean, mm-hmm. like anything else, I like alternate versions of, of these things. So uh, in Krampus, a Yuletide adventure, you learn that, there is a secret society of Santas. Ooh, okay. And and so, you know, it's got uh, like Father Christmas is in there. Um, our more Americanized version of Santa Claus, Belschnickel, um, you know, uh, Sinterklaas, the, you know, just a lot of variations. And wouldn't you know, they're in trouble. Their magic is slipping. And there's only one wintertime, Yuletide, Yuletide time uh, creature who can help them. And so they set Krampus free. They release him. Very, like, Suicide Squad-esque. Like okay. They said, they said, hey, we have implanted something in you. It's also not very Santa-like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have implanted something in you that if you um, – it has to do with the naughty list. Like if you start to to fade to the naughty side, then you'll die. Uh, okay. But if you if you go and retrieve this relic and and uh, uh, you know say, help restore our magic, then we will set you free, type of thing. And uh, I'm only you know it's a trade paper, so I think it's probably six issues. Uh, I'm I'm finished with two. And I look. The only reason I say this. I always go back to like, what's a spoiler? What what do people want to keep as a surprise? But what would maybe generate more interest in somebody to purchase? So uh, at the end of the second chapter, the second book, if you will, uh, Krampus is in a, a mythical fairy bar type of thing. Like, you know, like sugar plum fairies and, you know, things like that. Very Christmas-esque. Uh, but there you see an Easter bunny in there. I think you see like a jack-o'-lantern. You know, again, you see... Uh, uh, holiday mascots, I suppose. And so he's looking for this uh, mercenary type and the bartender points him over to the shadowy figure. And and when you turn the page, the last page, it, it's a full, uh, full page frame and it's guy that's dressed like an old, old Western, you know, gunslinger. And it's revealed his name is Doc Holiday. Oh, Okay. He's in a holiday themed bar, like H O L I D A, not not like the Doc Holiday for right. Wyatt Earp and stuff. But so I was like, oh, that's a fun little twist. So uh, that's when I closed it, and and I haven't again taken the uh, time to open it up since. But that's uh, pretty pretty fun little twist there. So hopefully, maybe maybe that generates some interest among the listeners and viewers. Um, but check out Krampus. I you know I know it's past Christmas, but uh, you know you can always make an order at your local brick and mortar comic store so exactly yeah it's and it's still winter time so yeah you know you're good and and by golly this weekend it sure as hell is gonna feel like winter where oh my we God, are. yes so uh i heard that wind chills sunday morning were supposed to be negative 21 that that sounds about right yeah i know it's uh, gonna be in the single digits so i think correct me if i'm wrong uh 
winter weather tonight into the morning. It's supposed to be rain and then snow. We're yeah, supposed to yeah. have a few inches of snow, I believe. So, yeah. uh, heck of a time for me to have my first eye doctor appointment in like a decade tomorrow morning at ten o'clock. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, right now, I because I was just outside. Um, it it was snowing, but no, it was more more wind than anything. Right, right. You know, we. You know, I think I don't know if I've done this publicly, but I know privately to you, I've much lamented this house and how much I loathe this house. Uh, despite being a relatively new build, it's it's right. only eighteen years old. But uh, it's the, there's cold air coming in like the power outlets. Oh, and I just don't know if that's supposed to be like that. <laughs> like, yeah, well, I don't know. Like we we went upstairs to take the twins to bed. You know, as I told you, I said, "Hey, I'm, a few minutes from now, we're gonna get mm-hmm. the twins upstairs and and get do the bedtime routine, and then I'll we'll come down and record." And walked in their room, and their room was like twenty degrees cooler than the rest of the house. Oh wow! So we put like a, a sheet up over the window, yeah, like, over their drapes and blinds and things like that, just to maybe try to keep the cold air on that yeah. side of thing. So. Fingers crossed. We don't need yeah. any more sick kids in the house. So. No, definitely not. So, yeah, uh, we'll just uh, think of summertime and warmer weather. And I know some of my clients uh, told me this week that they were heading south and, and uh, southwest. Uh, so we'll bring some of that warm weather back, and we'll see if they listen. Yeah. So, But, Mike, we did not record last week. I You had some technical difficulties on Friday. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and then you had plans on Saturday. Yeah. So. Um, do we got, I mean, I don't, I don't know if there's a ton that we necessarily have to go back and be like, Oh, this is too time sensitive. We can't talk about it. Uh, but there are a few things that I at least wanted to bring up from the last couple of weeks, if that's okay. I'll say, I think everything on the Facebook page is from this week. Well, I, think you're we welcome. Had, I don't think we had anything from last week. We might have had one, one, one or two things. I don't I'm not hundred percent sure. I, I do want to, um, I, I'm, I want to save, or I want to, uh, use this um, picture, and, and I'm uh, oh, I need your help, Mike. The villain from Thor: Love and Thunder, uh, Gore. Thank you. I was like, I know, yep. I, <laughs> I knew what it wasn't, and it was frustrating me that I couldn't place what it was. Right, right. Uh, so I want I want to share this picture. I came across this. I don't know, from, from one of the pop culture media outlets, something like that. And this was some of the original concept artwork for Christian Bale mm-hmm. as Gore the God Butcher in Thor Love and Thunder. And I'm kind of having you having read yeah. the the book, you know, after watching the movie. I mean, what do you think about that? I kind of like that. Yeah, it's, it's, a, good, it's a good start. Um, the armor, this is armor here. Uh, well, I'm moving my mouse, but nobody can see, <laughs> see the mouse. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the, the torso cover is is armor. It's not uh, bare. They kept some of the, uh, I, don't know, I don't know, tentacles, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of like yeah. that look versus, I mean, what Christian Bale did the best he could, you know, with what he was given. Mm-hmm. And I really thought that at times his portrayal, his character did some very, I don't want to say sinister, like some very creepy moments. Like when he popped oh. up in the shadows uh, in the in the children's prison carriage or, you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, things like, but, but I, like his aesthetic wasn't as, I guess, terrifying as 
as it could have been for a, a villain. So very true. Yeah. But anyway, I that was fun. I uh, I, I saw that and I said, oh, that that'd be quick cannon fodder mm-hmm. for uh, the show. Um, and I posted this up uh, last week, actually last Friday. Uh, the first season of Arcane on Netflix was hard to believe, like three years ago now. Yeah. Um, and the second season, I apparently we're getting later this year. Uh, so I did show the little minute long teaser trailer for that or mm-hmm. shared that. Uh, that looks bonkers, by the way. And I'm not like, I don't know anything about League of Legends. Apparently, Arcane is spun out of the League of Legends video game. I, right. Having never played that video game, I don't know. I just kind of started watching, got into the story. Uh, for those of you who don't know, um, first of all, it's all available on Netflix. You can go back and rewatch it, uh, or, or not rewatch, watch it if it's the first time. But it's two sisters who kind of get separated. One's a little older, one's a little younger. The younger one kind of gets um, adopted by a villain, uh, you know, by by someone with sinister intent. And because of that, you know, when she resurfaces. 10 years later, I mean, she's got some, I believe some like biological enhancements, like some, some body modifications and things like that. And, and again, she's a little twisted and, and her sister's doing the best she can, you know, kid there, you know, these are kids from the street who, who grew up with nothing. And she kind of falls in with another, uh, group of, of kids and, and, uh, uh, you know, they kind of, I guess, raise one another, so to speak, as a, a little, you know, it's one of those, the family you find or, or the family you choose rather than the family you're, you're born into types of situations. Both are, they're orphaned. Uh, but it's a lot of good drama. I think three years ago, it won some type of Golden Globe or, or something for some of the animation style. I'd, I don't, I'd have to double check that, but I thought it was a pretty highly reviewed, both critically and, and from the audience. Uh, so I'm kind of excited for a season two. I know I started watching season one. I don't remember if I finished it or not. But regardless, I'll probably go back and we'll, we'll see how many episodes there are and uh, then rewatch it. I have a feeling it's not too many. My guess would be 10 episodes. But I could be way off. Hopefully it's not more than that. Uh, let's see. Nine. Nine. Okay. Good. And and just a quick you know, Google information says that they are uh, 40 minutes long. Yeah, that's how I figured. Yeah. So. And that probably includes uh, credits. So yeah, yeah, oh yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, check out Arcane uh, season one and then season two, mm-hmm. folks, when it uh, comes out here. So we also learned over the weekend that Stephen Yoon, 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 who was of course on The Walking Dead for a number of years, was Glenn on The Walking Dead, was um, is the voice of. Um, Invincible mm-hmm. on Amazon Prime and was attached to play Sentry in the Thunderbolts movie, but he left uh, the Thunderbolts. And I believe it, a lot of it just had to do with timing after the uh, strike from last year. Yeah. I, yeah time, well, if one, it, it's, it's odd. And um, it's, I don't know what I'm thinking. But uh, that they didn't even announce him first. They they announced his leaving before they announced that his casting. <laughs> normally, you know, normally they would they wouldn't be like that. Normally, like you just wouldn't hear that he's not there anymore. But I think somebody somebody had like unofficially announced it. Um, oh, it was um, gosh, um, whoever wrote uh, Walking Dead and Invincible, I think. 
uh, uh, Robert Kirkman. Robert, I think I I would I could be completely off, but I thought he had an interview where he was said, "Oh yeah, I was talking to Stephen Yoon and he was he was doing a Marvel thing and he was talking about how he has to wear another yellow and blue costume or something like that." So they figured out a century from there. But yeah, regardless, like, yeah, just a, a timing thing. Um, and I don't know if it's because of the strike or because of the whole uh, Kang debacle where they're having to, to redo everything now. It could be a combination of both. But yeah, he basically was like, yeah, I can't wait another year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, see, he uh, he spoke with Variety. And of course, I, the article stemmed from CBR, so we'll try to give credit. Robert Kirkman unofficially revealed that he would play uh, Century. Uh, sen- I make sure I, I, that sounded like Century. It's Century. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in, in speaking with Variety, he says, and I quote, I think for me, time passing and things shifting kind of pulled me out of it. So that could be, you know, the, the mm-hmm. strike. That could be the Kang thing. That could be other projects that might have popped up for him. Right. Uh, he did say, I want to make sure that I get this part. Uh, it took a lot of drafts on email to make sure that I conveyed the sincerity of, of how, how sorry I was to have to back out. Um, he says, I probably pissed off too many people leaving. So I'm just going to say thank you for having me. Um, so, uh, you know, it, it sounded like he's truly like sincerely, like, you know, apologetic that he couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, that maybe he wanted to. And just again, like you said, timing. Uh, is a big part of things, I guess, when you're in Hollywood. I'm not in Hollywood, but you know, it's a big thing for for me and my line of work too. So, um, I and I'll be honest with you, I don't know if I was fully on board with Stephen Yin as Sentry anyway. So yeah, same. Um, now with that being said, we do have uh, some confirmed movie news. Okay. And and that is that uh Mandalorian is depart now I don't say departing because season four on uh Disney Plus has been confirmed, but we're also going to get a Mandalorian full length feature film that's gonna head to theaters. That's gonna be wild. Yeah, and like where is that it when you've when you've told the story now over chapters i honestly mm-hmm. think they're they're called chapters aren't they yeah 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 or yeah, i think so yeah um so you've told a story where i think right now 24 maybe somehow 25 mm-hmm. chapters and then you're going to depart that storytelling structure and and throw a two let's be realistic it's star wars two and a half hour chunk on the the movie screen yeah i, I i'm very curious as to how you know, where's that going to fit? Is that going to be somewhere between seasons three and four? Because season four was not confirmed until after the movie was announced. So uh, I don't know. So many things. But it's going to be directed by John Favreau. So, yeah. So I, I, I have faith in him. Same. Yeah. And as long as Dave Filoni's, uh, you know, got some say in it as well. Yeah. You know. Now, that's not the only Star Wars news that we got, Mike. No, we got more. We got more. Do you like how we're just ripping through? I'm fine with it. <laughs> You're like, this 30-minute episode is going to be our best ever. Yep. <laughs> um, Ahsoka Season 2 is coming. Again, yes. with uh, oh. uh, Dave Filoni. Or as as you put it, what's it called? 
uh, Star Wars Rebels sequel. Yes. Ahsoka yes. was the Star Wars Rebels sequel, and this is yeah. like Star Wars Rebels 3.0, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm I'm happy about that, too. I'm, I'm excited. I really did enjoy that, that mm-hmm. show. Oh, yeah. For... You know, with the, you know, looking back, and we didn't really do a 2023 year in review um, because I got a bad memory. <laughs> Let's just face it. <laughs> um, but that was one of the brighter spots of entertainment for me last year. Yeah, you know, it, that's up there. Gen V uh, was was really enjoyable. Oh yeah. Um, I think for me, Gen V was, and this is great. Like I'm not. You know, I think I was surprised at how much I liked it, despite the fact that I liked the boys. I was like, oh, it's teenagers and what right you know kids um but it was just really fun storytelling and yeah and ahsoka was a completely different type of story but with character out characters i was more familiar with um and it wasn't until like maybe this time last year or maybe a little bit later maybe february something like that that i actually started watching star wars rebels and watched all of that before ahsoka so uh yeah like Last year was the year of the rebel for me, I guess. I don't know. I don't think that's by the way. This year, in case anybody's curious, is the year of the dragon in the Chinese New Year. So, okay, uh, which made my son very happy because he loves dragons. Okay, well, that's good he, to he know. Kept, Gary kept asking my wife, he's like, uh, what was what was the animal for 2022? Sure, she looked it up. It's like, what was it 2021? And she slowly, a little more slowly, like reaction, okay. look it up. He's like, but what about the year before that? She's like, it doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> like, we got you three. Yeah, yeah, you're good. You're good to go. Uh, so, Ahsoka, we're getting more of that. I do not anticipate that uh, anywhere near 2024. Uh, no. But speaking of expectations, Mike, Ooh. you can expect to get uh, Ghostbusters Frozen Empire one week sooner than you would have previously. Yes. I never, I never forget when it comes out, but is it 2024? It, it's this March, like two Are months from now. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. It was set to drop on March 29th. It will now drop March 22nd. Okay. So I got to have somebody watch Afterlife first. We talked about this Afterlife first. And then we can go watch Frozen Empire. Does this person need to watch like Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2 also? Uh, first of all, nobody needs to watch Ghostbusters 2. Um, <laughs> How dare you? Uh, look, I don't. I've watched Ghostbusters two several times. I'm just saying they don't need to. Uh, no, I've I've heard that they 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 have seen Ghostbusters um, at least maybe when they were like younger. It's amazing, you know, because like we've watched Ghostbusters here in this house with mm-hmm. the children. Yeah, on DVD, like not you know DVD Blu-ray, whatever, whatever type of um, disc it was, right. And like their part, you can tell that the version that I saw was ripped off of TV. Oh, really? <laughs> because and and like I've seen it, you know, in its entirety. You know, not edited for content or things yeah. like that. But you remember? Uh, I think it's. It, I know it's Ray. But I can't remember if it's a dream. I think it's a dream where yes, where he's with the ghost yes, and, and yes. his zipper and pants. I'm like, oh yeah, go here. Yeah, go here. <laughs> Yeah, and another part, and it's that—that's probably the worst as far as for kids goes part. But also, I'm pretty sure they all smoke throughout the entire thing. I think so. Well, yeah. I, for me, it's—is um, it Vankman? I think. No, uh, no, it was Ray when they went to uh, encounter Slimer, and he's got the cigarette just like right 
right, oh right yeah here. yeah yeah right here off the lip so <laughs> that was a different time that was, yeah hard to believe that was almost 40 years ago yeah man. also uh so i i saw this online i don't know if it was tiktok or something but uh like uh bill murray and, and i have to double check um the ray i can't for life i can't think of his actor's name now dan Aykroyd. thank you yes. they were like in the early 30s when they made that movie and and you look at you know the build of these guys the the guys who were stars yeah. 40 years ago versus the guys who were stars now you, chris pratt got himself in shape to be star lord yeah yeah he wasn't asked to but he's like i i feel like it's a marvel movie i better you know you you couldn't get away with a little bit of a beer belly now no oh no not at all man i wish i, I, I wish I, you could i don't know how accurate it is but i was like there's there some pictures online and it was like i think it was like it was like all in the family and they're like oh yeah these people were like third in their 30s and they look like they're 50 or 60 yeah. now i don't know if it's actually true but they're like this is what a 30 year old that even like cheers like mm-hmm. you go back and look at pictures of cheers it's like they all look like they're in their 50s or late 40s i would say and they're like oh they started at 22 and i was like wow so putting this you know in in cheers uh-huh I, again i'm not I feel bad that I'm not doing my due diligence to see exactly what year it started. But Ted Danson is 76 years old now. Yes. And I know Cheers was on darn near 40 years ago. Maybe, you know, maybe say yeah. the latter half of the uh, 80s. So, but he was still 30. Right. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Close, closer to 40. Uh, yeah. You know, if we're talking like 80s, you know, 1987, something like that. So he was 40 in that. And he was, uh, you know, not it's just crazy, and he's still I mean, credit him. He's still working, you know. Oh yeah, he's doing good. Um, the good life and and other things. So the first episode was in 1982. Okay, so he was 35. Yeah, <laughs> it took yeah. me a long time to do that I, math. I apologize. <laughs> so, uh, man, that's nuts. You know, mm-hmm. and, and again, looked every bit of what. We looked like at 35. Yeah, not, yeah. Not like not like what the Hollywood 35 year olds look like now who are playing yep. high school characters. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure somewhere uh Mark Paul Gossler can still strut down a high school hallway as as high school age Zach Morris. He sh- he should. Actually, yeah. I saw a trailer of his new show that's out on Peacock, and it kind of looks pretty good. Is I don't know if you're... he's like a serial killer or something, or yeah, yeah. And he gets captured. Yeah, yeah. That's not what you would think of, of no. you know, Zach Morris. But <laughs> it'd be really again. funny if the character's name was Zach Morris based on that. Was it funny or die that had the thing like the Zach Morris is trash? Yeah, that's what I think. I was going to say that Zach Morris is trash. It could it could have led to serial killer. Honestly, that uh, if if the character's name in that show was Zach Morris, be like, mm, we knew it. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be a little on the nose though. Oh, that's good. Um, all right, so. Ghostbusters Frozen Empire just over two months from now, Mike. I'll get on it. Don't worry. <laughs> Which is hilarious because this weekend we'll be living a Frozen Empire. Hey, oh. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Um, let's see. Star Trek uh, is going to get a new movie. Yes, Star Trek 75. 
Well, I think it's going to be like the Chris Pine Star Trek. So it's like Star Trek five. Sure. Um, but they are going to get the director from Andor. Okay. I like the Andor. Uh, Toby, Toby Haynes is his name. Mm-hmm. And uh, Seth, I can never remember. Seth Graham Smith. Yes. Uh, is, is the writer. Um, I first became aware of Seth Graham Smith. He, he has not had like, not every bit of his Hollywood career has been, been uh, a knockout success, but looking for it here. I do have one of his books. I think it's in a box in the garage, which is a great place for books. Um, and it's Abraham Lincoln, vampire hunter. Oh yes. I've heard of that. He was, he, uh, did, uh, before that he did sense and sensibility and zombies. Yes. Was it pride and prejudice? That, that's, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. I, I knew it was, it was one of those two. It sounds, um, sounds the same. I'm probably yeah. are the same. I have no idea. Yeah. There's going to be some like literature. I say this with affection, nerd. Like, so like you uncultured swine. <laughs> like, yep, yeah, that's us. Um, that's one of those two though. Um, and, uh, but he has few Hollywood writing credits. Uh, the book, look, this is not going to surprise anybody. The book, Vampire or uh, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, much better than the movie. That being said, I still kind of liked the movie because okay. you know I'm I'm a silly mark. Um, but he's going to write this new Star Trek movie, so we can expect that uh, when it comes out. Looking like forward that. to it. <laughs> um. Start. Let's see. J.J. Abrams, uh, Bad Robot will produce. Yeah. So, and it takes place decades before. Decades before the 09 Star Trek film. Oh, okay. Uh, so this is different than the Star Trek four. That's going to be the final chapter in that story. So, uh, that's interesting. Now, do you remember that 09 Star Trek movie? Never watched it. So, a, it's actually pretty good. I, I believe it. Yeah. And two, it has Chris Hemsworth in it. Oh, got two Chris's. He, he two out, you know, and and it's I'd say two out of the three, but we know that there's. <laughs> uh, I saw a meme. I can't remember where I saw, it, but it was like a um, somebody was being challenged. Like it's a cartoon type thing, and it said, uh, uh, "You're a Marvel fan, huh? Yeah, prove it. Name an actor, Chris." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, you got me. Um, but uh, Chris Hemsworth is in it. He plays Captain Kirk's dad. Very, oh, okay. very, I don't want to spoil it, but like very briefly at the beginning of the movie. Right. Um, and then becomes a deadbeat. No. Emphasis on the dead. I got you. <laughs> so, uh, but that was fun. Uh, it's it's a good movie. I, I don't know if you think about Star Trek a whole lot, uh, if you care about Star Trek at all, but uh, that movie was so perfectly timed that my wife and I watched that on our honeymoon in an IMAX theater. <laughs> okay. Well, she knew what she was marrying into then. Yeah. It was after the, you know, she couldn't back out then. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, too late now. <laughs> it was Opry Mills Mall, Nashville, Tennessee. We also were very broke. Uh, so we were doing things that were pretty low budget. Yeah, that's fair. We, we passed on eating at the rainforest cafe to go. <laughs> Watch Star Trek. Hey, 
whatever. And you guys are still together, so it worked yep. out. Fifteen years this May. Can you believe she's put up with me that long? No. <laughs> Neither can. <I>. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Before she hears this, she's like, "Yeah, what am I thinking?" <laughs> now that you mention it, <laughs> I can't do better. <laughs> uh, all right, so I think the the I don't want to, gosh, this seems so crazy that we're thirty five minutes into this, and the, the last thing I've got, Mike, unless you got something else, is that earlier today we were uh, today, I think today, yeah, we were gifted a trailer. Mm-hmm. For season two of Kevin Smith's Masters of the Universe on Netflix, this is Masters of the Universe Revolution. It was Revelation yes. in season one. Yeah, and I think we can all safely say that everybody worldwide, universally, absolutely loved the first season and had no complaints about it whatsoever. Dude, it had Fisto saying, so, I'm fist you. So, so it, I think we're going to have you know, no complaints about this season. I, I will say this based on the trailer, because mm-hmm. I don't, I remember the first season, obviously, you know, I, I watched it almost right away. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the trailer for it. Oh, not, no, I don't either. But I feel like for those, dare I say, naysayers, uh, this, see, the, the, the trailer did not, Dare dare I say, overemphasized Tila, right? And there was a lot of, um, I, I kind of like that. This is more like a, a family struggle, uh, maybe not family struggle, but like family drama uh, for Prince Adam. Yeah, you know, anybody, yeah. Anybody, anybody, anybody who saw the trailer, he's like struggling to be like, okay, I got to rule eternity, but do I do it as Adam or as He Man? You know, and and. Yeah. Uh, you know, so that's that's kind of I'm gonna be in, in. I guess maybe credit Kevin Smith. I feel like he's evolved quite a bit as a writer. He still has some of the same jokes and stuff, but um, like I I did, I really enjoyed uh, Jay and Silent Bob. Uh, Clerks three, well, no Clerks three and Jay and Silent Bob uh, reboot. Re- yes, yeah. I mean, they both hit. They they both had moments in them that hit me at where I'm at in life. Yeah. You know, like I think, it, yeah. There, there's a tremendous scene. I'll say it again in, in Jay and Silent Bob reboot uh, with Ben Affleck, uh, who's playing Holden McNeil and he's a dad. And, you know, it's, it's emphasizing the, the high points, the importance of, of being, being a good dad and being, and I was like, yeah, I mean, like I, most days I feel like I'm an okay dad. Some days I feel like I'm a great dad, but a lot of days I feel like shit dad, you know? So, um, so I know that, but again, to Kevin's credit, I, I feel like he's, he, he's putting things in his movies that, that speak to me, you know, various points in my life. So, um, and then sometimes I just go back and watch mall rats be like, I was definitely at that point in my life too. Yeah. <laughs> so, reminiscing. Um, that's right. So, um, Master of the Universe Revolution. I didn't catch a date on that. I don't know if I did not either. Did, I think I, did it specify or did it just say um, 2024? Here we go. Oh, first episode day is January 25th, so like three weeks from now. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and again, I don't know. It's it's Netflix, so you would think maybe that it would drop all at once. Um, yeah. Let's see here. I'm, I'm 
I apologize. I'm I'm trying to see just a little bit more of um no, that's revelation, so that's not helping. Never mind. Apologies. It'll probably drop all at once. You don't think so. The only other thing I could think that would happen is if they did like season two, part one, part two. So like part one drops all at once and then you have to wait six. Because didn't they didn't something like that happen with season one? No, I thought that it was all at once. Was it? I um, I, 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 don't, I don't recall. No, no, no. Because they, I, I do remember it was they dropped part of it once. And then because people were complaining because I, I, I maybe I could. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You are. You're right. Now that you made. Yeah, because people are like, oh, this is so Tila. Yeah. And everything else. And it was just like let let the other shoe fall. Yeah. Then the second part came. You know, I don't know if it was months later or a month or way longer. Who knows? Um, Google will tell not Google. Um, specifically, um, IMDb will tell me somewhere. Browse it. Uh, so the first, yeah. So the first episode was uh, July twenty third. Okay. Of twenty twenty one. Um, and whoop, stupid. Yeah, right. So the first three, four, five. Yeah, the first five episodes were in July of twenty one. Okay, and the other five episodes were uh, November twenty third of twenty twenty one. Okay, and technically Great. they called that season two. Did they? okay. So that's where I. That's why. IMDb was throwing me off because I was just yeah. like, Master of the Universe, damn it, don't, don't make yeah. it more complicated. So they might so they might do something like that again. Yeah, I can see that. Maybe the first yeah. five in, in January okay. here and, yep. and the second five a little closer to summer. So yeah. Um so. yeah. So I mean, well, hey, I'm here for it. Uh I like I said I grew up a, a He Man fan and something stay with you. Right. So uh have you seen any of Echo? Uh I no more than I told you okay, so about we'll earlier today. So just the, the f- episode and change. Yeah. Um, largely because it had more things pop up this afternoon, including taking the dog to the vet, which took longer yeah. than anticipated. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, but I'm, I'm enjoying that. Um, yeah. I was, I was very confused by the opening scene where it's like the, I guess the, I don't want to say if ancient is the right word, but the yeah. ancient Choctaw Indians, you know, and yeah. the, like that was the first Choctaw. I'm like, yeah. Oh, now I'm like Google. Is any of this accurate? <laughs> Google didn't tell me anything. Uh, there, there, there are Choctaw Indians. Yes, yes. I, right. I, uh, I, I, I that... to, I've heard the Tim McGraw song. Oh, okay. I didn't. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know He's an Indian outlaw. Oh, okay, part okay. Cherokee and Choctaw. Well, baby, she's a Chippewa. She's a one of a kind. All right. Sure. I'm sure that's a great song. Um, no, like I, a thirty-year-old song. Yeah, I watched. I watched all five. I'm not going to spoil anything. Um, the 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 beginning scene makes more sense, or maybe it doesn't near the end. That's fair. Um, I like I like the the vagueness of yeah your a, approach. A lot of lot of well, a lot of good action. I think I like some people were complaining about it. I really like the action. I like the storyline. There was a, there was something near the end where I was like, okay, didn't didn't know you're going to approach it this way, um, but I also didn't know much about Echo at all. 
Like right. I think she's been in a handful of comic books I've read, but I, I've never read a, a, a like an actual Echo comic book. I just think she's been in, you know, she she also she's in the background or something. But I I did a little bit of research to find out like okay what's her what's her powers if she has any, um, and according to the research I have this not saying this is true of the the TV show but like she's just like a very talented like fighter and you know she has the agility and everything just but no specific powers right. um i think i think that at one point in time she had something along the lines of a phoenix force that's uh, or, or something like that that was what wikipedia said i'm sure that was a comic book writer that just like you know well let's let's make her do this uh, and obviously she's uh, a person who's hard of hearing or person she's deaf and she is, um, she has her, her her leg amputated. I don't know what the correct term for that is. She's an amputee. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, my understanding is that in the comics, she's not. Like that was something for the show. Okay. Um, I, I don't know. Well, I, as far as the, the amputee part, yeah, I know in the comics she she is deaf, but yes, yes. But yeah. you're, you're right. But to the the amputation part, mm-hmm. uh, I don't believe that exists in the comics. Okay. Um, now here's what's interesting. So I, I also pulled up Wikipedia just now, mm-hmm. um, and under powers and abilities, says Maya Lopez is an Olympic level athlete possessing right. photographic reflexes, or the uncanny yeah. ability to perfectly copy other people's movements, similar to that of the Taskmaster. Yeah. Yeah. Do they? approach that at all in the show no okay no that's fair yeah not not at all and that's that's the thing i was gonna mention that I, for, I forgot about that um i was i was hoping they would um but no it it never it never gets addressed and in fact there was not a power that they gave her well yeah they gave her i'm not gonna i don't think it spoils anything but they they make it to where like she's good at building stuff and it's just like well i wish that i kind of wish they would have gone with the photographic memory thing because like i if you read more like the wikipedia article or in i might pick up a comic book of hers honestly sure um she has like the accuracy of bullseye now you know that's what it says you know yeah but it says by watching other people, she has right. become a concert level pianist, a strong yes, martial yes. artist, highly skilled acrobat, a gifted ballerina, yeah. uh, and even piloted a Quinjet. Yeah. She's gained Daredevil's acrobatic abilities and bulls, Bullseye's uncanny aim after watching tapes of their fights. It's like, that's great, but man, that almost yeah. sounds like a little too much ability. You know, well, like yeah, yeah, Iron I mean, Man's only a guy in a suit. Like, let's let's slow down, right? But you, I mean, you could do it a little bit. I here's the thing: I, they tried it with Taskmaster in Black Widow, but I don't even think they did it that well with Taskmaster. I just no. she Taskmaster had the same poses as other people, right? You know, so I, uh, it, yeah, I, you know, I was thinking about as we were in the middle of uh, January now, but, you know, it says uh, by watching other people, she'd become a concert level pianist. And I got to thinking, I'm like, we're a few weeks away from Groundhog's Day mm-hmm. and the Bill Murray movie, the, the beloved classic Groundhog yes. Day. Uh, it was 
somebody actually did calculations. I don't know if you've ever seen this. Mm-hmm. Somebody did the calculations of how long uh, would Phil Connors have spent in this loop. Uh, and a film blog worked it out that it was, and, and a lot of this is his zero ability to play the piano day one, to yeah. being a full on, you know, properly trained or classically mm-hmm. trained piano pianist uh, at the end. 33 years and 350 days. I thought it was a lot more than that, but yeah. Could you imagine? No. Uh, I would go, I would, I would go insane living the, the same day for 33 years. Uh, now director Harold Ramis, who uh, of course passed away in 2015, once told New York times that he was stuck on groundhog day for only 10 years. So still yeah. no thanks. Yeah. We watch, you know, because of the youngsters uh, here in the house, we watch uh, a lot of cartoons, a lot, obviously a lot of Mickey cartoons. And at Christmas time, there's, uh, they have Once Upon a Christmas. And uh, it's a collection of, it's a little anthology, you know, collection of cartoons. And one of them is Huey, Dewey, and Louie wishing that all couldn't every day be Christmas. And even after like four days, they got tired of that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like getting the same presents and and you know messing up everything and, and they finally realize you can't think about yourself you have to give give yes. from the heart that's right um, and so that's the lesson they learned and then they were finally able to uh, move on to december 26th so that was a tangent and i apologize to you and to everybody for it it's quite all right mike anything else that we have tonight that's it. no Man, easy peasy. and we still almost went an hour yeah. We're exceptional at this, really. I think so, too. If <laughs> o- getting, o- only if other people thought it. We should be getting paid. Yes. So um, you can Venmo us. Uh, Mike will put his personal Venmo in the thing, and you just send Mike money. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Uh, it is uh, Venmo at co-host of the year. Yep. That'd be a really good one, actually. Uh, you should try to lock that one up. Um, and uh, Mike has told me that if, if you're going to send him anything less than a five, don't bother. That's right. We went we went fives, tens, and twenties, <laughs> or the rare f- nine ninety nine. You send nine ninety nine, Mike will send you a picture of his muscles. Yeah, a picture of a muscle. This, this has gone off the rails, and I apologize again. All right. That'll do it, I think, for this episode of uh, Nerd United. Mike, this weekend, uh, be safe, stay warm, and uh, same, don't same. do not do anything you don't have to do. Oh, I, I'm only going to do things I want to do. That's that's that a boy. I'm very, very proud of you. Thank so, you. <laughs> for the co-host of the year, Mike Luther, I'm Greg Mahachko. This is Nerd United. Thank you so much for uh watching for listening if you are watching on youtube hit that like button and the subscribe button uh and in the share button as well the, the trifecta if you will of youtube uh and comment as well four things four simple tasks we appreciate you and we remind you each and every week to be kind and rewind this is a production of the jittery monkey podcast network For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com.